Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and Yes, y'all. We'll try that again. From the McKinney ISD Stadium here in beautiful McKinney, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a road show. That's what we are now. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football a Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, are we on all of those things, Pickle? Good. Sure are. Or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here in a different chair than I normally sit in. I can't pan to her because she didn't have a camera. But let's go live via audio to the producer's booth to Ashley Pickle. Hi, Ashley. Howdy. Good job getting all this set up. We did it. We did Folks, do it. we did it. We did it. Here we are live here from Lone Star Conference Media Day here in beautiful McKinney, Texas. Uh, where we've got going to have a cavalcade of guests. I believe the first one is joining us right now as we speak. Today is Monday, July 26, 2021. It's 121 days till Thanksgiving. I don't know whose birthday it is, episode 1207. And we are joined by our first big guest. This is just going to be a parade of big-time guests. <laughs> uh, and we are joined uh, by the head coach of those Angelo State Rams, Coach Jeff Gersh is here. Coach, first and foremost, good job up there on the, on the firing squad. Well, there. it was my second go-around, yeah. so I uh, felt more comfortable up there, but I uh, had some great kids with me, too, to keep me uh, on task. Um, you guys are you guys kept a normal schedule last year. Uh, you go 2-2. Two and two, You finish with that win over Abilene Christian. feels like a real nice boost for you guys. Um, I guess, you know, everybody kind of took 2020 their own way. You guys chose to kind of keep it on the the fall schedule. Why was that the right move for you guys? Well, I think it was the right move because, you know, you heard it uh, a couple times up there. You know, it kept us in routine. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's the number one thing. And, you know, keeping the the student-athletes in in a situation where – not everything's doom and gloom. You know, we wanted to continue to give them some opportunities to go out and compete. And um, at the same time, we knew we had a special team coming back too. And I didn't want to mess around with the spring season just strictly because of injury, uh, that type of thing, where you maybe lose a kid in the spring that wouldn't be ready to go in the fall season. So um, the biggest part of it was just basically trying to keep these kids, um, you know, spirits up, Mm -hmm. even though the season uh, championship part of it was canceled, uh, and to get some good work in. Do you feel like 
It's going to sound like a loaded question. Do you feel like your kids got it? Do you feel like they understood the pr- your thought process with that? Because that could be a tough decision to make. It, it really was. I mean, there's some of them that, you know, didn't agree with it right away. Mm-hmm. You know, explain it to them about the development of this program and where we were at as a uh, coaching staff. You know, we had a new coaching staff in 2019 come together. And, you know, we had one year, and it was a great year. We went 8-3 and three and uh, felt really good about where we were going to. But at the same time, we wanted to continue to build on uh, what we've done from 2019 with the new staff. So, I think after explaining to them, you know, the importance of the continued development of our football program and our kids, um, that was the biggest part. You know, we're not a big uh, recruiting transfers. You know, we don't we go get a kid when we need a kid here and there and, and find what fits the system and fits the program. But most of our development, our, our team is going to be made up of the kids that we develop out of high school. So to continue to do that then have the regular spring to continue to develop the younger kids was something that was important to us. Um expectations are high there in uh, the beautiful Concho Valley. Um, I know expectations are always high, but it feels like especially this year. Now, you guys have not won a a conference championship since 1987. It's been a minute. Um, Do you feel like there's a different attitude and a different feel around the locker room now? Everybody coming back, the success you guys had in in the the strange 2020, do you feel like there's a different attitude now? There is. You know, it's just it's kids that have developed, you know, that have bought into what we've been trying to do. You know, we changed what we were doing a little bit on offense, changed a little bit of what we were doing on defense in 19, you know, and and, uh, the kids just buying in and seeing the success that we had in in 19, you know, pretty much with a quick turnaround, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, we replaced uh, a lot of the staff and and coming in and only having a few – months to get guys prepared and ready to go for a season and we won eight football games so definitely you know the leadership of our players we've continued to develop leaders that's something that I feel like from day one we had to do a better job of we had to get in there and get those kids to um, buy into what we're doing academically athletically uh, all the way through so the uh, expectations are high at Angelo State and it's they're high in our locker room our kids know we have a really good football team and we are a championship caliber football team but there's a lot of football games to be played before that can happen, and, and our guys know that too. And in this conference, you can't mess around. I mean, there's no easy weeks from week one to, you know, week eight that you're playing in, within the conference. Um, you know, you don't play your best football game, you can lose, and that's something we had to do. And, you know, the non-conference is no different. Jeff Gersh, the head coach at Angelo State, joining us here on Texas Football Today. Coach, um, everyone loves, loves a quarterback controversy. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call yours a controversy. seems like you've got a lot of good options. Uh, Zach Bronkhorst was your starter uh, in the fall. Uh, you've got a blend transfer in playing Crumkey. You've got a, a Texas Tech trans- transfer in, in Colt Cole Garrett. I, I don't necessarily want to pin you down and say, hey, Coach, who's the starter? But is it safe to say you feel good about your quarterback situation right we now? We really do. Uh, I will give you an update. Uh, Colt uh, has decided to move into the coaching world. So okay. he is has taken a job um, in the coaching world, and we're so excited for him. Hmm. He is one of the most outstanding young men I've ever been around. Uh, graduated Angelo State with his master's degree already, and so I wish him nothing but the best. He is something special. Yeah, but it we, feels like a success there. You, you put that in the win column on your, on your side. There's no <laughs> doubt, and, and it had nothing to do with, with us. It had anything to do with that kid. I mean, he was just a, a hard worker and, and, you know, believed in what we what we did his two years here. But, you know, Blaine and, and Zach, these two guys are, are very capable uh, to go out and win football games for us and, and be championship caliber quarterbacks and you know so we're uh, it's a it's a good problem you mm-hmm. know on that part of it but you know there's you know I'm excited because it's still a competition there's no you know Zach started four games for us last year and got the majority of the reps but at the same time you know he knows that he's still in a in a uh, battle just for a starting position and um, we're excited to see how that plays out. You are a defensive guy, first and foremost, and I can't help but imagine that you're pretty excited about some of the defensive guys you got. I mean, guys like Ja'Kerry McCoy, Darren Allman, you know, uh, Letty French. Yeah. You've got 
you're loaded on the defensive side. Uh, I imagine that's got you pretty excited heading into the fall. It does. You know, we returned every single kid we had on the defense uh, last year. You know, um, Hunter Kyle's coming back and playing too. He'll be a four-year starter for us at the linebacker position along with Josh and Letty. And, you know, we just have so many different kids. You know, all the way through, we got young guys. Jadarius Colbert's coming up as a defensive tackle who played a lot this, this past season. And, you know, we just got guys all over the field. You know, Derek Dickerson and, um, you know, uh, Devin Washington at corner, Doug, uh, all these guys have played a ton of football mm-hmm. games for us. So, you know, we're just excited about where we're at defensively. You know, um, we can do a lot of things on defense. Adam Clark, our defensive coordinator, assistant head coach, is, has uh, done an unbelievable job getting these guys prepared week in and week out to cause problems for offenses. And um, I've known Adam for a long time. He actually played for me uh, back in 2000. So, you know, I just know what kind of work ethic he has and what kind of development he has as a coach uh, to get his players ready to go. So we're excited on defense. Okay, and finally, uh, there's always a hot topic around the the Dave Campbell's office because San Angelo is one of our favorite places. We love San Angelo. I know where this is going, I think. It's also an excellent food town. Yeah. You do. I knew it. <laughs> we have a brand. We have a brand. That's good. Um, so where's the spot then? Well, like, I'm, I'm going to put you on the – this is the most controversial question I'll ask you. And I know. I know that you, I'm putting you in a tight spot. Man, I'll tell you what. There's so many good places to mm-hmm. go in, in – San Angelo to eat. You know, whenever my daughter comes back from uh, Texas Tech, she always has to hit Armenta's mm-hmm. um, uh, restaurant there. We love that. And there are just so many different places with it. Uh, you know, the the story I always hear about from coaches uh, throughout the conference and, you know, when I go out recruiting in, in the state of Texas is uh, Zentner's daughter. And Zentner's mm-hmm. daughter is actually closed, so it, it's no longer open. Um, so I thought you were going down that road with <laughs> Zentner's. But uh, there's so many good places to eat here uh, in San Angelo. Um so we, uh, we're not greedy. We go to no. any one of them. Well, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, Jeff Gersh, the head coach of the Angeles State Rams. Coach, really appreciate your time. Uh, congratulations again on, on a fantastic 2020, as strange as it was. It's, it's great to see you, as always, and uh, we can't say, wait to see what your Rams do in the fall. Well, we're excited, and I uh, appreciate all you guys do for us and the support and the uh, coverage you give us. It's great. Absolutely, Coach. Appreciate right. your time. You Take care. Jeff Gersh, the head coach of the Angeles State Rams, joining us here on Texas Football Today. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. You can go. <laughs> or you can hang out. You Either hang one. Out. Listen, Coach, we'll we'll keep you around as long as you want. Thanks, Coach. Uh, we're in Texas football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. We are live here at the 2021 Lone Star Conference Football Media Day here in beautiful McKinney, Texas. Uh, this is my first time at the stadium. I was fixing to say, I have been here to cover yeah. a couple of different games, but mm-hmm. – it's a it's a unit like this it's is, awesome. This is incredible. It's it's and, and it's by the way, gorgeous. you may be wondering, well, why are they having it here? Well, there's a number of different reasons. One of them is that um, one of them is that they're playing. A, it's a beautiful facility, and B, they've got uh, they're going to host the D2 national championship yeah. here for the next five years. Which is cool because if you think about it, then they these guys they get to see the prize oh, at the sure. end of the tunnel and then come sit down and and go. Right back here, Coach. See, here we go. See, I told you it's going to be a parade of, of stars here uh, at, uh, at Lone Star Conference Media Days. And, and now, perhaps no star brighter than the man who joins us now, putting on a headset, probably for the first time. You know, never wear a headset, I'm sure. He's the head coach <laughs> of the Midwestern State Mustangs. It's Coach Bill Maskell. Coach, it's good to see you. I saw you a couple weeks yep, ago in San Antonio. Yep, exactly. Uh, you were there pressing the flesh, seeing oh, seeing offense. We were we were uh, down there. You know, I like going to San Antonio, get a chance to eat that good Mexican mm-hmm. food at Mia Tierra, and then uh, the convention site is uh, awesome. It is. I mean, 
uh, for the Texas High School or, or the NCAA Coaches Convention, AFCA mm-hmm. Coaches Convention there again in January. I just love San Antonio. So everyone's been here calling you the godfather of the Lone Star Conference, and I, I think that is – I think that's rude. I think – because what they're doing is they're, they're dating you. Uh, you know – That's not fair. Yeah, I, yeah I, I'm not worried about it. I mean, I, <laughs> You know, people, it's no different than driving a car. You know, I, 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 don't, I could care less about what kind of car I drive, who's driving this and who's driving that. You know, and I, and I think that's why we've had success at Midwestern is because we focused on who we are mm-hmm. and not what somebody else is or what somebody else does. And uh, we've, and I don't know if you want to call it a blueprint, but we've been doing the same thing. Yeah for the last 20 years and and uh we've improved it i think uh actually literally i was in the office yesterday and i i went over uh looking to see how we structured our practices Mm -hmm. in the spring and i had about 12 years there not necessarily consecutive 12 but just just kind of getting an idea how we structured our practices and and if we get back this afternoon, I'll go through the fall and do the mm-hmm. same thing tonight. Um, and, and, you, you know, we, we change with the times. Uh, so, I, you know, that, none of those things, I, I, I've never been one that those things affect. <laughs> I just go about who I am and let everybody else, you know, when, when that happens, it's bringing attention to us. Well, it's worked. I mean, it's worked because you've won a lot and, and you've been awful successful there. You've been in the Lone Star Conference now 20 years. Uh, been here a while I you're probably uniquely suited to, to answer this question in your opinion what is the state of the conference right now it's a good question um, you know the uh, we, with only eight members mm-hmm. and, and and I noticed uh, an 11 game schedule up there a lot of these guys are they're playing North uh, Northfield or wherever that's in Houston and Somebody's playing. There's a school down and out in Fort Lauderdale that just started up, and then a Lincoln out in California, and and you know, we're, we're having to travel so far away. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to Central Washington this year. Um, you know, it's just it's, it's crazy, and uh, we we're, they were supposed to come to us yeah. in 20, and 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 so I, I I've been a big proponent of Midwestern since I've been there. Uh, in order for for this program to grow, in order for, and, and particularly now, mm-hmm. that our enrollment is at a stalemate, the only way, in my opinion, for our enrollment to grow is to to go FCS. Mm-hmm. And, and the Southland has got, you know, they've they lost four teams to, to Dixie, and, and we've lost Tarleton, we've lost Tarleton, we've lost Incarnate Word, and we've mm-hmm. lost Abilene. Mm-hmm. And all three of them gone FCS. And if... If it, and I don't make those decisions. That's, but it, my opinion is, either this conference needs to declare FCS, mm-hmm. or we need to bring other people in, or people within this conference need to to, to move on. Mm. And uh, we've done a feasibility study. Uh, I've, I've heard that Angelo is under mm-hmm. doing that right now. We're we're probably. Waiting for our new president, uh, the tech's going to put in place. Uh, whenever they do that, our our current president uh, retires here at the end of August. Um, 
So I don't know how far tech is involved in trying to search for that, depending on who they want to put in mm-hmm. um, and in what direction, uh, if any, that they're going to have in us going forward. Um, but I'd be the first to vote that we we Interesting. would go forward. Um, but I don't. But, but I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not afraid to speak what I feel. Sure. But I don't know that I'm going to have any clout in making that decision, <laughs> buddy. Uh, do I know that feeling? I have a so, wife. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm well yeah. aware of that. Um, let me ask you a little bit about last year in 2020. You guys play the spring season. You go one and two, um, plus a scrimmage. Um, obviously, as, uh, as different a season as you've ever experienced. Uh, what did What do you think you learned about your team during the this difficult, you know? Well, last I, I think season? we learned a lot. Um, really did. We were. We, our kids were excited about as everybody was getting back and, and we weren't back a week and we got that big snowstorm and that 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 kept us out for a week and and then we brought our players out there to clean the snow off for a Saturday <laughs> and maybe it was a Friday and a Saturday I can't remember two days we were out there and then we we went out and uh, practiced on that uh, uh, I think on Sunday afternoon maybe and then we played uh, southeastern Oklahoma on that Saturday mm-hmm. and and that was rough, for, you know, but I knew it would be. And uh, then we went to the next week, and we played Kingsville, and we got a little bit better. And and then the third week, we went down, and I thought we, you know, I thought Tarleton probably had a little bit more personnel than we did, but I thought we were we were right there in mm-hmm. position to win. And and then uh, then we went and played Permian Basin, and we went backwards. Um, so what did we learn? Well, we learned number one just because we played tarleton close that really didn't mean anything Mm -hmm. but we did get better in that game and number two we became complacent going into the last game of the season and 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 more importantly after that game the conversations discussions uh asked you and if you will Mm -hmm. we we've uh, we've improved immensely uh from that I mean, played. Sure. But but our mentality is so much better than what it was. And so I think that is going to be a big factor as we go forward. Uh, and I think we're going to open up the season with Quincy's a better football team. Commerce is mm-hmm. uh, got you – know, they're loaded. Uh, ASU's loaded. Angelo's loaded. Uh, and, you know, we, we, we're, we're still a young team. We might have some seniors, but we've got a lot of guys that haven't played. Yeah. And that's why – you know, playing in the spring was critical. To, and it, would I have liked to play in the fall? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Uh, I think everybody would. Yeah, yeah. Just, just for normalcy. You know, same thing Hunter talked about. Um, you mentioned being young, and and I'll I'll, I'll finish off with this. It stri- strikes me that especially on your team, this could be a young defense. Um, you've yeah. got you've got you've got some. You're going to be relying on on some some underclassmen to to step up in, into new roles. Now you've coached young defenses before. What do you think? How do, do, are are you optimistic that you're going to be able to get this defense up to speed in a conference that can score? <laughs> Everybody yeah, here can you score. Know, uh, I I feel we're young, particularly at, in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Uh, really young, and uh, I think if our young kids come through. A couple pieces fit in, uh, you know. We, I think, in the front seven, we're going to be, we're going to be really solid. Uh, now, a lot of those guys haven't played. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. But as far as talent is concerned, I think that we'll be solid up front. 
uh, will we be the best team in the conference? I don't know whether we will or won't, but we'll be competitive and and uh, we'll be better than we've been. I, I feel well. Listen, I've I've come to to know what to expect from a Bill Maskell coach Midwestern State squad, and I'll I'll, I'll say this: this is going to be a, it's a tough team. Yeah, you got you oh, you, you breed you breed toughness. You don't you don't have any wimps out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you know, <laughs> you you mentioned that. I, I think. You know, as I was looking through what we've mm-hmm. done, and I've, I've been thinking about this all summer. In 19, that 19 might have been the first year. That was our first losing season. Mm-hmm. We were finished with summer school before we started fall camp. So mm-hmm. we, we started practicing in the mornings during that time. Mm-hmm. If you go back every other, all those years prior to that, we practiced in the afternoon in the heat. And uh, so I thought about that all summer. I said, well, you, know, you know, we might not have been mentally or physically tough enough in 19. I mean, we lost some games, that, and we didn't have a quarterback. I got it. I mean, I know after three games, we're 3-0. and We're rolling. We beat Northwestern, FCS. But we lost our quarterback, mm-hmm. and, and we just couldn't recover. And, uh, but the other part of that is, is that, we might have lost an edge somewhere. Mm-hmm. What was it? Was that edge not practicing the afternoon? We're, we're going to practice in the afternoon in the in the heat for the first week, just like we have been. Um, and I and I think our kids will embrace that. Uh, so no, you know I'm anxious to to get us going. Our players are they've been outstanding during the summer. Uh, you know the thing that everybody's done is they've gotten a couple uh, workouts in a week. They're mm-hmm. what we call skill development provided the kids come and ask for, for volunteer instruction. And we've been able to do that a couple of days a week. And our players, would, our coaches would like to do that five days a week. And I said, no, we're not. You know, we got we a long season. I'm not going to burn these guys out mentally just because we want to get an extra half an hour of individual instruction. And uh, we'll catch up in the fall because we'll have a lot of time during the first two weeks of fall camp. Well, you know. We cannot wait to see your Mustangs in the fall. We're excited to see them back there, and uh, we know they're going to play uh, play that Bill Maskell brand of football, yeah. which uh, tends to lead to some wins. Yeah. So we're excited we're, about it. We're, we're counting on it. Coach, appreciate, appreciate your it. time. Thanks, thanks for your time. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate the book, too. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> coach Bill Maskell, the head coach of the Midwestern State Mustangs, joining us here on Texas Football Today. Thanks very much, Coach. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com, TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to become Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. We're here at Lone Star Conference Media Day 2021 here in beautiful McKinney, Texas. Uh, we're going to have some – got trouble, trouble coming this way now because uh, the head coach – of the A&M Commerce Lions is sitting down next to me. Uh, we are Look at Mank jo- always getting the job done with oh that helmet, man. The branding we king. We are now joined by the head coach of those A&M Commerce Lions. That's Coach David Bailiff. Coach? How you doing? It is genuinely good to see you. Good to see you, too. <laughs> Back to a normal function, mm. which you got to like. Oh, my goodness. You you are not telling any lies there. You're here in real life and not Zoom. Oh. Isn't that are you cool? Do- are, you, are you done with Zoom? I'm, I'm, I'm so, so done with Zoom. You know, it was. Man a, my own heart. You needed it, but it's a tool of the devil. You know, I'm so glad now I can just sit here and, and go back to the way it's been since I was in the eighth grade. 
Well, and you're also, the thing is, I know your coaching style. I know that you are a throw an arm around a player kind of coach. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That is, you're a relationship you guy. Them. And that it's hard to throw an arm around a player on Zoom. Oh, God. <laughs> was, you know, it was, uh, what was really tough um, there, Ned, it wasn't that we didn't play. It was worrying more about their mental health. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the counseling wanted to do it by Zoom. You know, and, and I, I couldn't understand that, you know, that. You know, mm-hmm. if your job's to counsel these kids. You, you looked at the the suicide rates, like in the military, they're up twenty percent. Sure. Uh, and you looked that way around the country. And so then you then you go, okay, I've got to take care of my team's mental health. This age group's really struggling. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's what we tried to do. We 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 I have twenty two six year guys coming back. They all voted to come back. Uh, they voted not to play as soon as the uh, Lone Star Conference said we couldn't compete for it. Uh, conference title and the NCAA were going to let us have playoffs. So our guys said, why would we want to do that? You know, mm-hmm. let's just train, coach. Let's just get bigger, faster, stronger. And, um, and that's what I think that's what we did. That's what we took advantage of. And as hard as it was not playing, I think it was also uh, emotionally easier on us because we knew what our routine was, mm-hmm. whereas all of a sudden we weren't getting a game canceled on a Friday, you yeah. know. Um, so I, th- I think we handled it b- best we could, but it's sure glad to be sitting here. Well, but that's the thing is that, you know, you guys were one of the one of the few teams in, in, in the state that didn't play um, in fall or spring. And that is, you know, feels like a calculated risk. You know what I mean? It feels like they're, you know, yes, you, you, you keep the same routine and things like that. But at the same time, you know, you could have defections. You could have guys say, I want to stay here. I want to go. I want to go somewhere I can play football. So, so I imagine that. You know, yeah, your team your team voted to, to, to not play, but I imagine there were still some white knuckle times. Of like, man, is this going to work? Is is that fair to say? Yeah, you know, the one thing though, I think they one, I think they love each other. Mm-hmm. You know, you should see them in the locker room, the fun that they have. Um, they didn't want to let anybody down, and it wasn't as, as I wasn't really worried about attrition or them going somewhere else, and. If if you hit the portal, that means you weren't going, you weren't playing for me. Mm. Uh, so I, I did have some guys leave, but they weren't they weren't going to play. Right. Um, and the ones that are going to play are all still here. And um, I think that's too a, a tribute to the coaching staff and how well they take care of these mm-hmm. young men. You guys are um, you have the target on your chest. You're the you're the favorite to win the, the conference again. Um, and and one of the reasons is is your quarterback Nicholas Smalls. Um, but I understand, you know, he's the preseason offensive player of the year. Can you tell us a little bit, a little bit about his, his status right now? What is, what he, is the status he of Miklo? In, in the September, he'll mm-hmm. be good to go. Okay. Um, so I still think that player, the offensive Play, player of still the year. Still yeah. think it holds? I still think it's doable. Well, uh, and, and furthermore, I want to be very clear. He's an outstanding player, and I know you're glad to have him. Your team's a lot more than just the quarterback, especially on the offensive side. Yeah, we're we're we have the same five starters in the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got our running back Antonio Liehi was first team All Conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started last year as a fourth team running back, and oh, then wow. the JT Smith, who just was an All American in track, broke his ankle, and then our next one broke his toe, and the next one <laughs> broke his hand, and all of a sudden the fourth team guy was up, and he was first team All Conference. Uh, Got some great receivers. Obviously, I got uh, Cooper here with me today. Had had um, got Kennedy Snell, the transfer from TCU mm-hmm. that won the state of Texas in the hundred meter. Uh, so, but Miklo made it all work. Yeah. You know, Miklo had been in this offense for four years. Uh, he was, uh, you know, started for me at Rice as a freshman, 
Uh, and so he he, uh, he has an understanding of this offense. You are, um, you know, this can be a high-flying offensive conference sometimes, uh, but you guys also have the defensive preseason defense player of the year in Dominique Ramsey. Um, do you, you know, you've always, you, you are a guy who you do like to put some of your best at weapons on the defensive side. Um, do you feel like you're kind of, Zigging when everyone else is zagged, when, when playing playing defense the way that you guys do, and and flying around because this can be a a, a, a pointsy conference. Let's say. You know what's crazy is last year we also moved Dom to offense, and we'd put him in our offensive. When we go empty, mm-hmm. we'd put him at slot, try Scary. to get a mismatch on the linebacker, because yeah. we played Stanford when they had that great running back, mm-hmm. and they'd do that to us. And, uh, <laughs> There was nothing we could do with McCafferty uh, when all of a sudden they went empty. So he's your, he's your Christian McCaffrey. And yeah, he's he's just he can do, Dom can do it all. Yeah. He's a great returner, great safety, great offensive player. Uh, so we try to utilize a lot of them's talent. We got a couple other kids, uh, D'Angelo Ellis, that has transferred in. That we're going to play some probably a starting corner, but also play some wide receiver for us. And we got uh, uh, Lede transferred in from Tulane big tall receiver that's been with us for a year just hadn't played yet mm-hmm. um i'll close it out with this it's it's been it's going to be about 18 months between games for you you know what i mean do you have you have you thought about what it's going to feel like when you do get out on that because you even i mean i mean talk about boring or bad time you even got your spring game canceled you know what i mean yeah. like have you have you given some thought to what you feel like that's going to feel like whenever you do get out there with your guys you know, after what you've been through you know i predict there's a lot of nervous stomachs and a lot of <laughs> people run into the restroom very small pregame meals mm-hmm. you know there's a sense of excitement around there uh you, you can't wait you know and uh, i've done this longer than i hadn't you know i love what i do and i, I love the profession and uh, love being around people, and I, I can't wait. August 7th, we check in. I don't even know how long I've coached, 30-something years, maybe 40, you know, but uh, it's uh, there's just this unbelievable sense of And that's what's so fun about this game, too. You get to hang out with 18- to 22-year-olds. So I think I'm 30, you know. Uh, <laughs> you, you don't you don't age because you're around those guys. And about the, really the only thing that's changed hairstyles, you know. Huh? It's, uh, well, i got to tell you, Coach. You've always had an excellent quaff. <laughs> but you know what? I can't. Like I said, we check in August 7th, and uh, it's just uh, pure joy that it's finally going to happen. You know, my biggest fear right now is we got to get people vaccinated. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, i got to get some guys on our team vaccinated because I don't want to get shut down like we did yeah. spring game. I, I talked to Mike Rhodes, the head coach at VCU at basketball, who got pulled out of March Madness. Uh, That's right. And uh, he's going to do a Zoom call with our team next week to, to talk to how emotional that was when his team got wow. yanked out of March Madness. Just still trying to convince guys to educate themselves more because mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen to us. You know? I, I think I think you're right. I think that they're, they're you know and, and getting that kind of it straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak, of like you know making sure this doesn't happen to you guys, especially when there is such promise in your right. team this year. We had Dr. Jawani, who's. Uh, Houston Astros doctor mm-hmm. talked to him. So we're we're trying to get get him as educated as we can because I understand it's their decision. It's mm-hmm. nothing I could sure. if I could make them do. If I could, I would. But mm-hmm. you know, they each got to make a, a personal decision on what's best for them and ultimately, hopefully, what's best for the team. Well, coach, 
we've waited long enough to, to see your boys out there. We can't wait to see your Lions take the field here in the fall. We appreciate your time, as always. Can't wait to see your boys. Thanks. You all do a great job. Oh, you don't Appreciate you. Yeah, I do mean it. <laughs> Thank you, Coach. David Bailiff, the head coach of the Texas A&M Commerce Lions, joining us here on Texas Football Today. We are at Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. There's Corey Hug. I know him. Hey, that's um, our guy. Uh, please consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Um... How long till Mink comes and gets his helmet back? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, but I know that I believe Coach Mike Salinas is supposed to be the next one to come up, and he's going to throw this thing on the ground. I would hope so that he, he would. Go. See, here we go. Now we've started the wars. We started Uh-oh. the great helmet wars. Oh, there wars. we go. This helmet is Helmet wars. That's what we're going this for This is what here. I'm talking about. <laughs> Look at people. Amazing. I love it. It's like these SIDs know what they're doing. These are smart guys. <laughs> Why they pay the big bucks. Uh, we are now joined by the head coach of those Texas A&M Kingsville Havelinas. <laughs> I just, I, I just think if you have the Texas high school football coach who got a, who got a, got a promotion, he's uh, Mike Salinas. Coach, how are you? Good, good. Excited to be here today, and I think this is a great event. Uh, glad for some normality coming back into play. I know you guys have had a busy couple weeks. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, look, uh, you know, I'll, I'll start with this. You are a, a Texas high school football coach at heart, uh, but you know, by blood, you're now there at A and M Kingsville. Um, Obviously, 2020 was its own thing. But how has that transition been from, you know, going from, from the high school game to, to, to college? Obviously, there's been some challenges, especially mm-hmm. with the pandemic. That's been the biggest one. Uh, but getting back to Kingsville, a place that I'm, I'm back now for the third time. I was there as a player and there as a coach in the early 2000s. So it's, it's uh, neat to get back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know how special that place is and how special it was for me, how much it meant to me. So now it's... It's just getting in there and now selling our, ourselves and our program and tradition to some recruits, and that's been the unique and fun part of the job so far. Well, you guys, this is your first normal season. Uh, let's, you know, knock on wood. It's your first normal season there at, at, with the Javelinas after an 0-2 season in, in, in the spring. How is the vibe different? How is, how is the, the attitude around the locker room? How are things different maybe now? I don't even want to compare it to last year, but but even just, you know, since you've seen here, uh, since you've been at Kingsville. I think the spring was, was really beneficial. Mm-hmm. Hats off to our admin for, for doing the things necessary to get us to compete and then to, for, our, for our players to stay safe. But uh, we found a lot about each other as a football team. Um, I think our guys understand the importance now of buy-in mm-hmm. and how close sort of we are. Uh, I think it's going to take some time because this is a competitive a competitive league with a ton of great coaches and, and talent in this league has definitely been upgraded. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have a challenge in front of us, but I think our guys are, are anxiously awaiting and, and probably anticipating this year more than more than ever. Well, and you're, you guys are in a bit of a roster reload, let's call it. You guys are, 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 are in a bit of a roster churn. A lot of new faces for this Havelina squad. Who has you excited? Who, who are guys that you get up and you think, man, this guy could be a real big-time player, like a, a household name, somebody we're talking about at the end of the season? I think there's a couple transfers that have come in and had a spring. There's some that came and had to sit mm-hmm. for the spring. But um, uh, to start off at, at defensive line, we got a six-year player at defensive end, uh, Jeremy Clarkson, who's mm-hmm. who's going to plays with a, with a high motor and uh, plays extremely hard. I think is going to be really productive for us. We have another D tackle named uh, Tavita Munga, who's a transfer from BYU, who we're expecting great things out of uh, this fall. And then you met one today, Corey Lewis, who's a uh, uh, grad transfer for us at linebacker. So there's going to be a few more new faces in the back end, and, and uh, 
at linebacker that we're excited about defensively and then offensively. Uh, we had a lot of guys returning uh, at the wide receiver position, so excited about getting Ty Chisholm back and, and uh, Darian Hambrick at wide receiver, uh, probably our most experienced group. And then at running back, um, we have a, a guy that was sort of waiting, Neil Carter, mm-hmm. uh, transfer from the University of Texas, and uh, also just got Josh McGowan, who was a transfer from Stephen F. Austin, grad transfer, who did a great job for those guys up there. So the list goes on, but um, again, all that is lip service to this point. we got to get out in the fall and put it all together. Well, it's funny because you mentioned the defensive guys and, and the defensive ends and, and, and the front and the linebackers, but for me, I look at your roster, and you, by all means, you know the roster better than I do. I feel like the strength of your defense right now feels like it's in the back end. It feels like at the secondary, you got some guys you can really lean on back there. Is it, is it, is it fair to say that when I, I think that the defense is going to start from the back and forward, is, is, is that how you're feeling as well? I think our most competitive room is going to be the defense defensive back mm-hmm. room. Um, Amos Coleman is coming back at one corner spot. Uh, Jeff Lavern sat. He's going to compete for a starting job. Um, Isaiah Jacobs at safety and Darren Warner at safety, plus an addition of a couple transfers uh, that we got here this summer uh, coming in to compete. And in, in the secondary room is going to be tough. It's going to be a very competitive room. And uh, those guys understand that. I think they're going to embrace it. They're going to help each other get better. Uh, and, and finally, Coach, um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that, um, you know, you're the second – most notable alumnus in your own house um, because your wife, Leslie Zambrano, is a, is, a, is, a, is a Hall of Famer there in Kingsville uh, for the softball side. I guess, Mike, like, is there pressure? Is there more pressure to win coming from within the walls of your own home knowing that you've got the Hall of Famer sitting there in the living room? She does. I got, I got a great wife. Uh, she, <laughs> she understands it. She gets it. She's very independent. Uh, she knows what we got ourselves into, and I think it's equally as important to her uh, the task and the challenge we have in front of us. We take great pride in our university. It was really good to us. And uh, we just want to get back and uh, do our job uh, to put a product on the field that all of Havilena Nation can be proud of. Well, it's, it's, I, I think y'all are the most exciting team. I, I think. I hope no coaches here. I think I'm most excited to see you guys play because I, with all due respect, the spring season was so strange and just tru- and just truncated and things that that I, I, I've been excited since you since you arrived in Kingsville to see what your boys can do. It feels like this is our first real glimpse of it, so I'm really excited to see what you guys do, um, and and can't wait to see your Havelinas take the field. I appreciate it. Thank you for the time, and again, we're looking forward to to getting with our guys in August or here in a couple weeks, and. Uh, uh, just anxiously awaiting the start of this year. Coach, really appreciate your time, my friend. Best luck. Thank you. All right. There he goes, Mike Salinas, the head coach of the uh, UT or A&M Kingsville Havelinas from uh, Kingsville, rather. Uh, coach Mike Salinas, uh, of course, former Texas High football coach, now entering his second season. Second season, kind of. I don't know. The first season was just so strange, you know? It's like so hard with any of those guys to narrow that down. Like, that's a stamp you just don't want. Yeah, I know. And that's, it's just it's just, it's just <laughs> It's a stamp odd. I don't want, and I don't coach football. It's just <laughs> odd. But, uh, but Havelinas, I'm excited to see what they do. Uh, coach Salinas feels like the kind of guy who can kind of jolt them uh, into, uh, into contention here in the Lone Star Conference. We appreciate it. Elite that mascot, too. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com, texasfootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider as entering the hot seat now. He is the head coach of those Falcons from UT Permian Basin, uh, the coach of the undefeated UTPB Falcons. There we you get, go. You yeah. t- get tired of hearing that? Not at all. No. Just, <laughs> no. Justin Kerrigan. 
Uh, Coach, first and foremost, let's address the elephant in the room. Let's address the flow. Oh, I got to love it. Uh, The flow is (laughs) exceptional. I I compliment David Bailiff on his head of hair. I got to be honest. feel like he's fighting for second place. Aaron calling it the lettuce, too, was was a prime of there. That that caught me off guard when she called it the lettuce. Uh, No, I think, uh, you know, the one thing it's helped me with is is to kind of uh, relax and and enjoy it a little bit more, uh, not be so serious. Uh, ultimately, it was for the kids in the locker room. Um, and I, w- kind of I wish I had the guts. You, you're, you're a courageous <laughs> man because here's the thing. If it doesn't work, it looks bad. But i got to tell you, it works. Uh, th- th- I think that part is subjective because <laughs> <laughs> I promise you there's a lot of people out in West Texas that think it looks bad. And, and you, you would think out there it would, uh, it would fit right in. But, um, you know, it was, uh, it was part of COVID. You couldn't get a haircut. Mm-hmm. And uh, naturally, it just kind of started looking like a mullet. And uh, we got we got some great barbers on the team and some great mullets on the team. And uh, so I, I jumped right in, joined the group. Well, your Falcons are the talk of the Lone Star Conference. Um, after last year's, you know, undefeated season, 5-0, and uh, including the win over Midwestern State in, in, in overtime, which is so fantastic. So... How has the attitude changed in Odessa? How how has how has last year fueled, you know, the the, the vibe in the locker room right now? Yeah, I think it uh, it provides a lot of credibility to the the leadership guys, the ones that um, have kind of started to establish the culture and the expectations, and uh, to be able to win some of those close games, and in particular the Midwestern State one, uh, to the to the rest of that locker room, the younger guys, uh, there, there's credibility. To what we're preaching and what, and what the the older guys in the locker room are saying. Here's here's what the standards are. Here's how we operate, and this these are going to be the results that'll come from it. And you talk about that for so many years building a program, but I mean it's a monumental climb, mm-hmm. uh, and to be able to to kind of you know go five and zero oh, uh, brought a lot of obviously a lot of positive vibes to the locker room. You know, winning cures a lot. Uh, you know, most everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ultimately, you, you got to be ready to, to reload and, and go back at 1-0 again to start the season September 3rd. So everyone's got a lot back, you know, from where a lot of teams have a lot back. But, uh, but you guys, do you have a feel quite yet for maybe how this year's team may be different from last year's team, even with a lot of the same guys back in the mix? Yeah, the, the big thing for us is uh, we went through the spring, like the Midwestern State game, we had 7-0 linemen out. Uh, we, Golly. We, we played. <laughs> sorry. We played our last four games of the spring with our starting D tackle, Tyson Carter, was our starting center. And to his credit, he had never played O line, let alone ever played center, in his life. Uh, but that's where we were throughout, you know, the spring of just a tremendous number of injuries. Um, and, and to go through the spring with seven alignment out and, and still manage to, to come up with five wins as a testament to our guys. Our defense was tremendous. Special teams were phenomenal. And then, you know, the one thing that we're excited about is getting everybody healthy and back on the field and then kind of seeing what we look like now. Um, obviously, uh, the, I think the big job for us as coaches is to keep everybody grounded. Um, that if we go into game one as healthy as we possibly can be to not get too far ahead of ourselves, uh, not think about last year any, because uh, it's still a different team. We still added 40-something freshmen to this roster. You know, it's a different team. It's a different dynamic, and we got to approach it differently, and it's a new season. Everybody, uh, if they weren't gunning for us before, uh, we definitely put a target on our backs, uh, which is great. I mean, it's, uh, it's where you want to be, where at least people are paying attention to you. You guys are never short on linebackers, and it feels like <laughs> this year, again, just absolutely loaded the linebacker spot. Um, you know, John O'Kelly, all these guys that are going to be a, a key part of it. And, and I guess, you know, how seems like a dumb question, but how critical is, is the middle of your defense to what you what you guys want to accomplish? You know, it's um, 
you, you, as you talk about building the program, you, you want to start at the football and, and work out mm-hmm. both sides of the ball. Obviously, your O-line, D-line are kind of critical when in the trenches. But, again, your, your box, your linebackers, your, your D-line, your safeties, you know, that's going to keep everything, you know, in line and in check for you as far as getting the, the right plays in and the right checks. And those guys are vital and you know, everything that you do. Um, you know, Coach Martin, our, our co-defense coordinator, linebackers coach, does a tremendous job. You know, that, that group is always much like a second coach. They're the quarterback of the defense. Um, he does a great job of leading that group and, uh, and getting them ready for game day and, and prepared for everything that they're going to see. And uh, I think it's a big testament just to our, uh, Coach Martin, our defensive staff. Everyone loves quarterback controversy. Um, I'm not. I'm not trying to put, put to put one on you, but you guys, you had two guys who split reps last year, yeah, Braden yeah. Thomas uh, and Clayton Roberts. Um, if you would like to take this opportunity to declare a starter and, and <laughs> let us go viral, that would be awesome. But I imagine you're not going to do that. Is it safe to say then that you feel pretty good about your quarterback situation overall? Yeah, I feel great about our quarterback situation. You know, and they both bring two different things to the table. Clayton is a smooth operator. He's a game manager. I hate saying that because uh, it's kind of clicheish, but. Uh, everything just kind of goes smooth when he's in there. You know, he's an established veteran, and, and he just has a great feel for everything. And uh, as we tried to rep guys in through the spring, anytime we took him out, things seemed to get a little bit chaotic on the field offensively. And then we'd put him back in, and we'd go score a touchdown. And everything just kind of flowed. And um, I think that's a vital piece to what he brings to the offense. Braden Thomas, uh, when Clayton went down, it changed a little bit for us offensively and what we called and how we operated. Uh, we, you know, you kind of had to give him a little bit lesser of a playbook that you didn't put as much on him to go check things or call things at the line of scrimmage. And he operated phenomenally. And uh, to be able to, to be a, a true freshman and a, and a huge game for us, at least in the Midwestern game, uh, to bring us ahead, then down, overtime, down by seven, score, and then complete the two-point conversion – uh, that was just a, a, a tremendous game that you know, I can't brag on that young man enough and, and how he handled from first quarter to overtime and just stayed even killed the entire way. Um, finally, if, if we let's say we get to, you know, into the we're, we're into the playoffs and, and, and your Falcons are, are, are playing and, and undefeated and really rolling. Is it fair to say that this hair is just going to keep on growing? There's are no you, doubt. No, I'm just regular stitches. There's no super. Uh, <laughs> I got enough stitches in me, though, that I'm going to keep the mullet. <laughs> oh, he's Justin Kerrigan, the absolute legendary lettuce uh, of Justin Kerrigan of the UT Permian Basin Falcons. Coach, really appreciate your time. Again, congratulations on a fantastic 2020. Can't wait to see you awesome. guys doing the fall. Thank you, Greg. All right. Thanks, Coach. There he goes. Justin Kerrigan, head coach, UT Permian Basin, joining us here on Texas Football Today. We are at Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. I'm now very self-conscious about my own hair because the flow the flow is real. You ain't got nothing on that. No, it's it's incredible. You have nothing on that. It's, now, it's tough. I would love to see the look on our great friends at Bally Sports Southwest if you showed up with a mullet. I showed up with a mullet? I think that would be a game well, changer. there's only one way to find out. Hey, look, a new uh, a new entry into the, the firing line, uh, <laughs> the head coach of the West Texas A&M Buffaloes. Coach Hunter Hughes. Coach, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. I appreciate good. you taking a little bit. Good job up there, by the way. Thank I, you. It's, I it's appreciate Aaron, it. You have to deal with Aaron Hardigan. I apologize for that. I, I wanted to throw it out to Aaron and just see what her reaction oh, was. Man. And put a little spotlight on her a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Pumping so. her chest. Yeah. <laughs> poor thing. Poor thing gets no attention. That's it. That's a shame. Yep. Um, 
coach, you guys go. You guys play a fall season. You stay on schedule, so to speak. Yep. There, you go three and three in the fall season. Mm-hmm. Why was that the mo- right move for y'all? Obviously, you got a you got a variety of different uh, uh, approaches here in this room. Why was what you guys did the right appro- uh, approach for you? Well, it kept us in a routine, and I think that if we didn't play, well, everybody else played. And when I say everybody else, um, the Division One teams played. High schools played. Mm-hmm. I thought that was mm. if the high schools are playing and we can't play. What type of uh, leadership does that show for those future mm-hmm. recruits and things? Um, so that was the number one, my number one thing. Um, but I didn't want our players coming in and not have a goal, not have something to shoot for. When they canceled the playoffs and the Lone Star said they weren't going to sponsor, um, we went out and tried to get the best opponents we could. Um, we had, you know, played Pitt State. We had Missouri Western on the schedule. We had Colorado Mesa on the schedule. Canceled both those canceled. Abilene Christian canceled, uh, all COVID-related. Um, we, were, we were able to play Angelo State twice, uh, which I thought was really good mm-hmm. with what, especially how they play now. Um, and then we played Stephen F. Austin. Now we had Panhandle State and North American in there. Uh, and in all honesty, we did that to help each other. Panhandle wanted to play. It's having a hard time finding games. We They're right up the road. Let's play them. Um, and North American's new program wanted to play. And uh, so we said, let's play. So uh, we played some games that, shockingly, we were we played Angelo State the first time, and we were down a dozen guys. The next time we played them, we were out 25 guys. And the following week, we played North American with 60 guys out. So a lot of people. A lot of people played. We had a lot of people be able to play and get a lot of experience. And in all honesty, there's some guys that played last year that might not ever see the field again because of under the circumstances that we played. So um, I think it benefited all of us uh, experience-wise and then getting this year back. So we've got guys with two or three games experience that will be true freshmen. Yeah. So – um, that's only going to help us in the future. Um, it's been since 2012 since uh, since WT won a conference title. Mm-hmm. Is that something you guys talk about? Is that like, or is it just one step in front of the other? Control we can control. We we talk about winning a national championship. Yeah, and the, the winning the Lone Star Conference is uh, on our goal board leading to a national championship. <clears throat> but in Division Two, you don't have to win your conference to be a national champion. Right. I want to win the Lone Star Conference because I think that is one heck of an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I compare the Lone Star Conference to the SEC. Mm-hmm. The amount of talent we have here um, within the conference, you got to bring your, your game every single week. Uh, and so we, we talk about the steps we take up our schedule. So our schedule is inverted. So we got to get that first run before we get the second run. It doesn't, you're not coming down to the mountain. You're coming up the mountain. Mm-hmm. So... Um, but we talk about winning the last game, and um, I want to win a national championship. If we can win the Lone Star on the way to that, then that's a bonus. That's the way I look at it. Well, one of the reasons that you've got a lot of folks, including me, excited is, is, is your quarterback, QB1. He's mm-hmm. here with you, Nick, yeah. Nick Gerber. Um, we were wild about him at Leveland, yep. uh, and then, of course, he's transferred from, from Texas Tech. What has he brought to, to this program? What has he brought to this offense? I really – you know, you talk about leadership, but he's so intelligent of a football player, and he and our offense coordinator, Russ Martin, are on the same page. And I think that that Nick could go into a game and call the game himself mm. and know exactly 
where to put the ball and what plays to call and how to – he could call a play and then change it. He has that, that green light right now, any play that coach calls. He knows the complimentary play if it's the box is loaded. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's not enough guys in the box and we got a pass play call to run the ball. Uh, and it's just that football savvy. Um, and I think that comes from his heritage. You know, he's been around football all his life. His dad's coach. And, uh, you know, I guess his, his mom was a heck of an athlete as well. But, mm-hmm. I, it, you know, it just got that something. You mm-hmm. know, I, I love messing with him at practice. I will dig him, you know, because I'm a defensive guy. He's an offensive guy, and he gives it right back. And uh, I, I think that's a good camaraderie that that we have, but it also resonates throughout the team that uh, we have confidence in him. You mentioned your defensive guy. This can be a – I brought out to another coach. This can be a pointsy league. It mm-hmm. can be a league that can get out and run. And so and so, from your perspective, when you take a look at your defense heading into 2021, how are, how are we feeling about the Buffs defense? Uh <clears throat> I've been in Division Two for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Been a defensive coordinator for 10, and head coach for going in my fifth. This is the first time that I, and it it hurts my heart to say this. Our offense is going to carry our defense. Oh wow! We are, uh, we have to reestablish some things in our defense um, that I felt like we last uh, let lapse, uh, and we've got to get that back. The attitude, the intensity. Um, I'm used to getting a lot of turnovers and forcing a lot of turnovers on defense. We have not had that. So we're going to change some things up. uh, And and it's going to take a week or two for our defense to catch up to our offense and get rolling. Uh, So, well, I'm excited about it. It, It's it's something new for me. But, again, it – it, it, from a defensive perspective, it pains me to have to say that. <laughs> so. Well, finally, um, I heard a rumor that you have not yet received a copy of the 2021 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas. That is true. Control. That is true. It is with great pleasure that I present to the head coach <laughs> of the West Texas and Buffaloes, Coach Hunter Hughes, this copy of the this 2021 is, Summer Edition. This is the Bible for the Texas football right here. By I, the way, that is the only one I, I brought. It. Perfect. <laughs> so. and, that, and now expectations are... I'm not going to get one next oh, year. Oh, crap. What here. did I do? <laughs> you you signed him up for oh, this, no. man. <laughs> you just oh, no. blew it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. The hand delivery, the, the, the expectation. That's what there. I expect. I expect it to be hand delivered from this point forward. We that, can that, tweet that, out this clip next oh, year so exactly. he remembers. That's Don't the, worry, Coach. The standard that was set was right here today. He's Hunter Hughes. <laughs> I, now, I, now owe him, I now owe him a magazine <laughs> hand delivered uh, for the next 100 years. Coach, appreciate your time. Can't thank you very much. I appreciate it. Absolutely. It's good yep. to see you, Coach. Yep. There he goes, Hunter Hughes, the head coach of the West Texas and Buffaloes. Join us here on Texas Football Today, live from the 2021 Lone Star Conference Football Media Day here in McKinney. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. There he is. Oh, look at this guy. This is a man who knows set he Design. Yeah, he was fixing Production it. Production design. He could tell. He knows a little thing about offense as well. He's the quarterback of those West Texas A&M Buffaloes. It's, coach, it's Nick Gerber. I've been saying coach all day. Nick Gerber. Nick, it's good to see you, my man. Yes, sir. How you are too. you? I'm good. Uh, excited to be here. Uh, meet all these coaches here and uh, just get to learn new faces, new names, and look out for them this year on the field. Because you're a bit of a newbie to the Lone Star Conference. A bit, you know. Uh, but uh, let me ask you, we were wild about you at Leveland. Wild about you. Um, how do you think since then, since those days at Loveland, how do you think you've grown as a quarterback? 
Uh, I think the biggest place that I've grown is off the field mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just my mind's developed a whole lot. Um, I mean, you're five. That's crazy to think about because oh. it felt like yesterday. Dude, was... you're making me feel so old. <laughs> Please don't say that. So it, it's good. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm in. I've enjoyed it more now than I did in year one. Mm-hmm. And uh, Coach Hughes, he's awesome to play for. Our offensive coordinator, Coach Martin, he's awesome to play for too. Um, and he's been good. This is my second year in the system with Coach Martin, and so I'm excited to see where this offense goes this year. I'm looking this up. You are fourth all-time in Texas high school football career passing yards. Um, but ahead of ahead of Graham Harrell. Do you know that? You have more passing yards than Graham <laughs> Harrell. How about that? That's wild. Hunter Lyle, Travis <laughs> Cantania, Andrew Body, and now Nick Gerber. Okay, so um, – Let's talk about you know transferring from tech. You you are you are a guy who had a, a great resume. You you had your pick of the litter. You decide to go to West Texas. Why? I guess let me just leave it personally vague. Why was West Texas the right move for you? There was a few things. Number one, they were the first school that really reached out to me. Um, Coach Hughes he recruited me in high school before I went and signed with Tyler mm-hmm. out of high school. So I knew I had that relationship with him just because I've known him from my high school days. But then. The stadium, if you've ever been to the stadium, it's mm-hmm. unbelievable. So the stadium, number two, it's close to home. I'm two and a half, two hours away from home. Um, West Texas traditionally in the past 2013, 2014, I mean, they were good football team. Mm-hmm. I, it's traditionally great football up there, and the Lone Star's awesome. And up in Canyon, they love their football. Mm-hmm. And so people come out there and they support, and just the blueprint of everything that Hughes wanted to do, I think that it's finally coming into play, and a lot of things are finally starting to go our way, and I'm I'm excited about this year because this is one of the years, a year like this is something that it doesn't come along every year, so if we can stay healthy, I think this year will be a big year for us. You guys went, you played, we were talking with Coach Hughes just recently, you, you, were, you played in the fall, you guys go 3-3. Three and three. You know, I asked him why that was the right move for for West Texas to play in the fall. You got a variety of different opportunities for, you know, some teams didn't play at all, some teams played in the spring. What do you feel like you got out of playing in the fall? What was the advantage for, for you, maybe personally or for the team? I think staying on a routine mm-hmm. is the biggest thing because, you know, you go and you get to keep your spring, your normal practices, your spring game. Um, you get to play in the fall. You get to do your fall camp. So just the routine – and we're about to turn around and do it again. Like these teams that played in the spring, it's good for them. They, they they deserve to play and everything. But now they're turning right around in mm-hmm. two months and they're playing again. And that mentally, I feel like that could really take a toll on some people because you know the season it's it's a grind. It really is. You're going and you're always doing something every single day. So we got to keep our part. We got a little bit of a break in the spring, did our thing, and now we're going to go back and we're going to do it in the fall. And so I think uh, just. Uh, routine is the biggest thing and I think that that's why we stayed on uh schedule and another thing was injuries like if you got mm-hmm. hurt in the spring it could affect you in the fall like it could transfer over into the fall if it's a longer injury and so that way we're we're healthy as a team and we got everybody back so I think it'll be really good for us now everybody at home watch this this is a professional journalism move because I'm going to get him to be one of the most popular guys in his locker room Nick, let me give you an opportunity to brag about your offensive line because it seems <laughs> like you guys may have one of the best offensive lines in the Lone Star Conference coming into coming into the fall. Uh, is it safe to say you're excited to play behind those big boys up front? Oh, my gosh. There's no doubt about that. We got left tackle. This will be his fourth year starting. Mm-hmm. Center, this will be his third year starting. Right tackle, third year starting. Both guards, this will be their second year starting, but they also redshirted, so they've been in the program three years. So 
experiences there. There's nothing that's going to throw these guys off. And so that's something that I think I work really well with them, and they work really well with me. And then, of course, we use our tight end a lot. Mm-hmm. And you saw our big old tight end. He's big boy, six foot five, 260 pounds. So that's another – he's pound for pound one of our best blockers. So, you know, that, that fires me up. And we got our running back back. His name is Khalil Harris. Um, he's un- He ran for, I think, 450 last year, but in six games and some mm-hmm. of those games – we didn't play the second half because we were up on some of them. So he's unbelievable. And so just that in general, if you have a good run game, it translates to a good pass game, and the balance is going to be there. So I'm excited to play with these guys because they're experienced guys who've known, who know what they're doing and know how to get the job done. All right, good. That's going to win you some friends in the locker room. There you go. <laughs> and finally, your mom is in the Hall of Champions there at West Texas. Do you feel the pressure to live up to your mom's standard at West Texas? Is, is she holding this over you? She's like, yeah, you know, you can go out there and, you know, be a Harlan Hill finalist, but uh, here I am in the, in, in the Hall of Champions. Uh, she doesn't she doesn't bring it up just too much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one thing we do talk about is um, she won her she won the conference. They went to the regional final her uh, senior year, so that's something that she says that's unbelievable to experience. So that's something I want to experience mm-hmm. as well, and so just something that, I want to add on because she has a ring, and yeah. so I want to be able to get a ring and bring it back to WT because it has been – last year they won their conference was in 13, so it's mm-hmm. been eight years. So it's, I think it's time to bring the Lone Star back to Canyon this year. I think it's time. Nick Gerber, the quarterback of the West Texas A&M Buffaloes. Coach, or uh, Nick. Man, you got to get better him. at I that. Know. I'm sorry talking <laughs> Really good to see you, my man. Yes, Best sir, of luck too. in the fall. Can't wait to see what you do. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Nick. There he goes, Nick Gerber, the starting quarterback for those West Texas A&M Buffaloes. You can just leave it there. and I don't know. You can't break it. We've had all sorts of coaches over here, and they've been rougher with that than you could be. So, appreciate it. Thanks, man. It's good to see you, man. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. As the cavalcade of stars continues, we are joined by the star wide receiver. Can I call you a star? Uh, I appreciate that. There yeah. you go. Star wide <laughs> yeah. receiver for the Texas A&M Commerce Lions. Uh, it is Chance Cooper. Chance, how are you, my man? Doing good. How are you? I'm great. Uh, good job up there. Appreciate that, that, you. That's, that's, a, that's a pressure cooker up there. Oh, yeah. It's definitely different when you uh, step on the stage just watching everybody else talk. Uh, your heart starts beating a little harder when you get up there. So you guys got to go, you got to go last, though, because you guys yeah. are predicted to, to win the conference. And so did you take any notes from everybody? Or, you, or, or was it just, I'm going to go up there and, and do what I do? I kind of had a plan, but... Once I got up there, the plan kind of went dead. So um, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely, uh, I definitely watched everybody and kind of got some key points that I like what they said. So yeah, here comes Josh Mink to put the AM Commerce, oh, yeah. and there we go. Um, let me ask a purposefully vague question: How mm-hmm. strange was 2020 for you? It was actually <laughs> very weird because um, I mean, just starting football as a kid, I never had a full year off from like actually playing a game. So right. So it was just um, it was. It was crazy, yeah. Do you think you've grown despite not playing in 2020? Because, you know, we, we we talked with Coach Bailiff, and he talked about how, yeah, well, maybe we didn't get as many game reps, but mm-hmm. I feel like we're a better team. Do you feel that same way? Most definitely. Uh, I kind of I kind of use it as, I mean, luckily I was fortunate not to get COVID or nothing like that, but I kind of use it as a blessing because uh, if, if COVID didn't happen, I would have been gone last year. Mm-hmm. So I kind of use it to have an extra year and um, just grow on my abilities and knowledge for the game. So – 
uh, let's talk about your quarterback, Miklo Smalls, the mm-hmm. guy who kept the ball on the other end. Uh, I know he's 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 had a little bit a little bit of injury troubles, but mm-hmm. expected to be back uh, in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, playing playing with him in the huddle, mm-hmm. um, what does he bring to 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 the offense? He brings a swagger and a confidence that uh that you can be able to trust him. When mm-hmm. I look at him, I just know he has the confidence that. He's going to do his job, I'm going to do my job, and that the ball can be there when, when I need it to be there. Mm-hmm. So he just brought a confidence to myself, and we had that connection. Well, and you're part of what figures to be a really deep uh, receiver core. Oh, yeah. you, guys, you, got, you got some dudes. Yeah, I mean, you got some talent. You're a dude. Mm-hmm. You are a dude among dudes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, do you feel, especially as a veteran in this program and the guy who's been the, um, you know, the leading receiver back in 2019, mm-hmm. do you feel like you are going to you need to step up into a leadership role? Is that a, a, something you're, you're working on? Oh, yeah, most definitely. My coaches are always trying to give me tips and uh, things to do better as a leader and just become more vocal for my guys because I feel like we have a lot of special and talented uh, receivers as a, a group, but uh, – have a lot of inexperience so that's what i've been working on just trying to teach guys things that i've seen um since i've been playing from 2017 so so, so you guys um the, we're awful fond of coach bailiff mm-hmm. we've known him since his days at rice and all the fun stuff we've been around him but 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 i want to hear from you and he's not listening he's he's, <laughs> he's out he's of your shop what's it like to play for coach bailiff he's a he's a fun dude to be around mm-hmm. like like he's just he maybe like when you see him from afar he doesn't look like how he would act like Oh, yeah? He's super funny and like I don't know. He just he give off a good vibe. You can always just smile around him and just have a good time and always joke with him. So uh, he's definitely brought like positivity to the program. It's um and and so now you know one of the reasons you guys I mentioned you went on last. Mm-hmm. That's because y'all are picked to win the conference. Mm-hmm. It's a tough conference. Oh yeah. D- let's talk about pressure. Is there added pressure because you guys are starting in the pole position? I wouldn't call it pressure. I feel like that's just an expectation. Mm-hmm. That's where we expect it to be, and that's number one. But all it is is an expectation for our team, and uh, we have a winning culture, so we expect to be at the number one spot, but it doesn't matter unless we do it. Now you are, to round it out, you're a Leander Rouse guy. Oh, yeah. Did you pay attention to what they did last year? Yes, I did. Yeah. That was, uh, a, that was a good. Coach Mann was, mm-hmm. our, uh, was our 5A coach of the year oh, yeah, after I what they that. did. Yes, sir. Um, and so – you know, so are you? You, I know you didn't play in the fall, and so were you following along, making sure you're keeping up with what the Raiders were doing? You, you keep track on what Coach Man and those Raiders are doing? Most definitely. I'm always uh, when I'm back in town, like uh, when I'm not in commerce, I always stop by. I always use the facilities to work out when I'm back home, so I always uh, chat it up with them and uh, see how things are going. I just like the uh, the new wave they on. Yeah, listen, it's been it's been fun to watch them, and figures to be fun to watch you guys uh, in the fall. We're excited to see what uh, what the Lions do once they get back on the field. Can't yes, wait to sir. see it, my friend. Appreciate you. Uh, he's Chance Cooper. He's the wide receiver <laughs> for the Texas A&M Commerce Lions. Appreciate you, Chance. Thanks for stopping by. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. I can scooch. Uh, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. We are here at Lone Star Conference Media Day, 2021 Football Media Day here in – I'm in the way. Uh, here You're always in the in, way. In McKinney. Uh, we are talking with a, a – it's a parade of stars here. In the, from the Lone Star Conference. And we are now, let's go out to the Concho Valley, although we're, Concho Valley's coming here, uh, with the uh, the star linebacker for those Angeles State Rams uh, is Josh Quinn. Josh, good to see you, man. Ed, how are you, how are you? I'm doing great. How are things in, be- in beautiful San Angelo, Texas? Oh, man, they're awesome. I can't wait to get back there. Um, you guys, we, we've been talking about how everyone here kind of had a different year in mm-hmm. 2020. There were some people who played in the fall, some people played in the spring, some people didn't play at all. 
you guys kept the more normal schedule. How do you feel like that maybe benefited you and the program? You know, I think uh, we got a lot of experience for younger guys, like experience for myself. Uh, I think that's going to, you know, we don't have to do a quick turnaround like some of those teams in the spring. Uh, so injuries shouldn't be a big problem um, coming into this next season. How do you think it went up there when you were getting grilled by Aaron Hardigan? <laughs> she, okay? she was awesome. She made it made me feel comfortable, made everybody feel comfortable, and it was quick, smooth. Oh. Okay, we'll cut that out because I don't want her to hear that. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Now, the Lone Star Conference, I think, can I, I brought this up to a couple of coaches and players, uh, but the Lone Star Conference can be a bit of a pointsy conference. Uh, it can be a bit offensive-minded, a lot mm-hmm. of um, – but you are a guy, obviously, on the defensive side who, you know, has helped to, to make Angela State a defense worth, worth talking about and, and, and put them in, in, on the map. Do you, does that, do you play with an extra chip on your shoulder knowing that all of us in the Leering Press are paying attention to the Nick Gerbers of the world and the quarterbacks and the receivers and the running backs? Does that, that put an extra chip on your shoulder playing defense in this conference? Well, you mentioned Nick. Nick's kind of around from where I'm from. Yeah. I played him in middle school, mm-hmm. and I played him for a long time. So, yeah, I, I keep up with him in the off season. So it's awesome to compete with uh, good offenses like uh, WT, Commerce, all the – you know, the LSE is filled with a lot of offensive talent. And, yeah, I mean, you have to come ready every single week uh, or, or you can get beat by anybody. I mean, tw- uh, in 2019, you know, we had, we had a really good season, and Eastern came up. You know, and mm-hmm. beat us. So you you got to be ready every single week, or you'll get exposed. How do you think you've grown as a player since you've arrived there at Angel? You are. I'll tell you. I remember seeing you in high school. I will tell you. You are bigger now physically than you were when you were at Cooper. Yeah. But how do you think you've grown as a player? Man, it's more the mental part of the game. You know, I understand um, worlds more than I knew then. Uh, I wasn't very smart back then. Uh, I just thought, you know, go tackle the guy, but it's a lot more than that. So, yeah, I'd say my mental part of the game has really, really grown. Um, you guys are picked second in the Lone Star Conference by us in the Leering Press. Uh, do you pay any attention to that at all? Or? Zero zero attention. Uh, okay. we, we're looking at Lindenwood uh, September 2nd on a Thursday. That's what we're looking at. We don't really care about, you know, preseason polls or anything like that. We're just looking at our first opponent. Well, that hurts. I mean, you know, I'm not going to hurts. We're doing this. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, I think that's right. And, 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 you know, you mentioned the the balance in this conference that everyone, even teams that maybe had a rough go and let's go back to the first the last normal year in 2019, they're capable of doing that. And so, you know, how from your perspective now as a veteran on this program or in this program, how important is it for you to keep the younger guys focused, especially when you're playing teams that, you know, let's be frank, you guys are going to be favored against. How important is it for, for you to do you know, that role? I think this last fall was a great example of that. Uh, we'd already beaten WT once, mm-hmm. and they came back, and we went up on them in the second game pretty early, and, you know, I feel like we kind of let off the gas, and I think that was a good learning curve for us to get. Uh, we wouldn't have had it if we didn't play, so I feel like that's that's why this last season was real beneficial for us. Uh, for those younger guys or even guys like myself, you know, not to take anyone for granted and to, you know, always play to the, the last whistle blows. Finally, we, we mentioned earlier you're a Lubbock Cooper guy. You're out of, out of the 806. Yes, very proud Lubbock Cooper guy. Right, and, and, and that brings me to my question, which is Lubbock Cooper has very quickly become known as a defensive juggernaut. Right. You guys put out more big-time defenders than it feels like any other program Boy, west of 35, basically. Um, is there just like a Cooper defensive mafia? Or are you guys just like all, all talking? Because you guys, they got some dudes this year, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. Kobe McKenzie. You mm-hmm. got uh, Kyler Jordan. Those guys are a whole lot better football players than, uh, you know, I, I was or any of my friends were back then. But, no, it's just 
there's a culture over there, mm -hmm. uh, you know, just a tough guy, hardworking culture over there, and that kind of goes with defense. And, you know, uh, Coach Darden has those guys coach up. It's not only on the defensive side, you know, the offensive side over there is uh, – pretty good too as well so yeah i'd just say it's the culture you know they start you young you know you start watching your older brother and everything like that you know um from a young age so so then you know and and, and you set me up for this but um so you know nick gerber the quarterback at west texas yes let's just say that you guys get together and let's just say you were to happen to sack him okay is there gonna be some chirping going on You'll see when we play him. How about that? That's a smart man. <laughs> Josh Quinton, right. linebacker from Angelo State. Josh, appreciate your time, man. Can't wait to see you guys do in the fall. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. There he goes. Josh Quinton, linebacker for the Angelo State Rams, joining us here at Lone Star Conference Media Day here in McKinney here on Texas Football Today. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Please consider becoming a Dave Campbells Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Look, I don't want to say that we saved the best for last because that would be disrespectful to everyone else. <laughs> but I will just say that the, the parade of stars has reached a crescendo as we are joined by the tight end for those UT Permian Basin Falcons, the undefeated UT Permian <laughs> Basin Falcons, uh, Matt Zubiati. Uh, Matt, how are you, my man? Good, and yourself? How are you I'm doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are things in beautiful Odessa, Texas? Uh, great, great. Uh, you know, hot mornings sometimes. <laughs> hot I'm, I'm aware. Days. I'm aware. Um, we talked with Coach Kerrigan earlier about the undefeated season, about going five and out, um, and and you know the win over Midwestern and all the all the being the talk of the Lone Star Conference. Is there a different vibe around the locker room now, maybe as opposed to let's just say go back a year? I mean, obviously things are hopefully knock on wood better for from a health perspective, but also <laughs> there's just a different vibe about the program right now. Yeah, I think uh, in general, from when the the season or the program started, mm -hmm. uh, there's a whole different vibe. And uh, obviously, in a new program, it's going to take a little bit to get that. Mm -hmm. And I think at this point, we've reached it to finally we got a winning culture, and we got dudes that are bought in in the locker room, in and outside the locker room. They're doing what it takes to uh, stay healthy and do what they need to do outside the locker room to be able to play on Saturdays. Mm -hmm. It's it's been exciting to watch you guys, and I think obviously, you know, one of the faces of the, of the program is is Coach Kerrigan. Uh, you know, uh, he's out of earshot, I think. So, <laughs> what's it like to play for Coach Kerrigan? Tell me a little bit about what it's like <laughs> to play for Coach Kerrigan. He's an awesome dude, man. Um, uh, I mean, when I first met him, uh, it was a little scary. He didn't talk too much. Straight, real straight face. <laughs> He's really hard to read. Yeah, hard to read until you get to know him. Uh, but he kept it. He kept it real with me when I came in. Uh, he didn't tell me I was gonna start or I was gonna be a big old star player. None of that. He said you're gonna have a chance to compete, and uh, it's a new program. We're gonna be able to start something new. You might be able to build a foundation here, and that's the plan from right here on out. Does uh, the mullet make him a little softer? Oh, no. no, it makes oh, it worse? No, it makes it better. <laughs> oh, it makes it harder. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. good to know. He's got some drip to him now. <laughs> you, uh... He'll <laughs> tell you that. I want to I cross-stitch that on a throw pillow. That's great. Um, all right. You caught passes from two different quarterbacks last year. Yes, sir. Um... Does it does it matter who's throwing you the ball, or or, or is it you know? Tell me, give me a little bit of a, of a breakdown because talking with Coach Kerrigan, he he talked about how both these guys bring different elements to to the to the offense. From your perspective, as a guy who's who's running routes and catching balls, uh, what's that like with two different guys? Uh, well, obviously you got uh, Braden and Clay. I'm assuming you're talking mm -hmm. about. Yes, sir. And um, Braden is a young freshman. He has a great arm, a lot to learn, and mm -hmm. great confidence. He mm -hmm. he he can do it. He gets things done. 
he's not afraid to go in there and uh, take some chances. Yeah. And then Clay on the other hand is is more of a laid back, experienced guy. He's he's been there, done that. He's, he's he knows the offense a little bit better. Uh, he's going to make the plays. Uh, when called, he, he's, uh, I don't want to say any better than Braden because mm-hmm. we all got our own thing to us, you know. But um, they bring different aspects to the field. Uh, Clay is more of your uh, sit down. I'm going to get this play done for you. And Braden's like, I'm going to make this play happen. Well, <laughs> I know? got it. I, I get it. All right. So so what is what do you think is the biggest difference between when you first arrived at UTPB and, and, and where you guys are right now. What do you think is the biggest difference besides uh, winning a much, bunch more games? The culture, yeah. going back to just the locker room, um, outside of football, the talk when the coaches aren't around, all of that stuff. You know, it's just, it's good. It's all healthy. Everybody in the locker room, you go in, it's not um, after practice and after workouts, nobody's going to the locker room, showering, wants to head out. Everybody's, ah, oh, let's go home. I'm tired. We got uh, bags in there. We got an Xbox in there. It's a new facility, man. Yeah. Right. Everybody enjoys it. We go hit the training room, get in the pool. It's a good. It's good. Everybody likes bonding with each other. They like being around each other. And the the facility helps. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> All right, and finally, um, uh, you are a Husky. You're an El Paso Chapin Husky. Let's talk a little bit about that because, first and foremost, you know El Paso high school football. Let's be honest doesn't get the respect it deserves do you feel like you're carrying the flag for el paso uh that's always carrying the flag we got some guys out there uh, <laughs> but um uh i will say i think uh, el paso football does have a lot of schools mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and that doesn't help any of the exposure out there um but there is a lot of talent out there a lot mm-hmm. to be found and it's uh it's like a diamond in the dirt you know i totally agree and f- and, and and most importantly uh, the Dave Campbell's crew. We're heading out to El Paso in a couple of weeks. We're gonna go okay. out to a game out there. What game? Uh, we're gonna go to we're gonna go to El Paso High and Socorro. <laughs> okay, okay. Because it's it's at Jones Stadium, and we really oh, want to go to a oh game yeah. at Jones. Bucket list. Bucket list. We want to go to a game. You've never Jones. been? No, I've never. Mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been there. I've never seen a game there. I've been to Jones. Okay. It's beautiful. It's yeah, unbelievable. It's but nice. I've never been to a game. Okay. <laughs> but most importantly, where do we gotta eat whenever we go out to El Paso? Oh, I know. What do you like to eat. Everything. 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 <laughs> we no, ain't picky. No, uh, yeah, we ain't picky. Like, you, 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 can, you can throw anything at us and we'll, we'll be good. And they got a coat. Where are you, where are you stopping going, whenever you're going So home? you want to be on that same t- side of town? I, I guess. I don't know. You you lead, guide me on uh, uh, Matt Zubiati <laughs> journey. Where do I need to go? And I don't know, man. It just depends what you're feeling. You're feeling tacos. You're yeah, feeling, let's just say I'm feeling tacos. So they have rolled up tacos, and we're pretty famous for Tigos Tacos. Mm-hmm. It's the only. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of it? I've heard of it. I've heard it's polarizing. Have you been? I've not. Okay. Are you are you a Chico Sagas fan? Uh, occasionally, occasionally. Oh, it's so got to be a mood. It's a mood. So for it's a vibe. Me, for me, it's a vibe. there's people I know that go there. They'll go there every day if they could. Okay. So that's really good. It's basically just hard tacos and mm-hmm. some sauce mm-hmm. and cheese, chile, and you. Eat. That's basically okay. it. You know. Um, that's more of like a a vending truck. Yeah, yeah, food, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah, you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's another place called Border Bear. You better been to the pizza joint. No. Uh, so I went to, I was in El Paso this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first time to pizza joints over there um, by where you guys are mm-hmm. heading, the mm-hmm. west side. Um, it's pretty good. It's just wings and pizza, and it's a small like little it. place. I like it's pretty it. pretty good, yeah. Listen, uh, listen. <laughs> so here's, here's what I'm going to do. A place called the pizza joint sounds just directly just, up yeah, our alley. Gonna, yeah. like, Let me tell you, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll call 
I'll call Coach Kerrigan whenever we're going out there, and I'll get you to write us a list of places we got to go. All right? I got no problem. All right, Matt Zubiati, tight end for the YouTube Permian Basic Talk. Appreciate your time, man. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for stopping by. He is Matt Zubiati, the tight end for UT Permian Basin, joining us here on Texas Football Today. And that is that. That's all of them. We did it. We got 10 guests here. That was some serious speed okay, dating. Okay, I was going to say, we got to shout out Melanie. Melanie she, yes. She's been the goat Melanie, getting, those, getting all our guys Melanie's over here. Melanie's the queen of the Lone Star Conference, and she's gotten us, she's gotten us going. And, uh, and, and, yes, Melanie, take a bow. Thank you very much. Um, this was great. This was great. And, and some serious speed dating here. We did 10 interviews in about an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. Seems pretty good. I feel, I feel like we've accomplished a lot here. Yeah. You know, we got we got to have uh, Justin Kerrigan's mullet on here. The mullet, the food talk, like that alone kind of checks got, all our boxes. We got to talk with David Bailiff. We got to talk with, uh, so thanks to, uh, I guess I should read it down. Yeah, let's run down the thanks list to, here. Thanks to everybody who stopped by to talk with us here at the Lone Star Conference uh, Media Day here in McKinney. Uh, Angelo State Coach Jeff Gersh, uh, Midwestern State Coach Bill Maskell, Texas A&M Commerce Coach David Bailiff, Texas A&M Kingsville coach Mike Salinas, UT Permian Basin coach Justin Kerrigan, West Texas A&M coach Hunter Hughes, West Texas A&M quarterback Nick Gerber, Texas A&M Commerce wide receiver Chance Cooper, Angelo State linebacker Josh Quinton, and of course our El Paso friend, UT Permian Basin tight end Matt Zubiati uh, for joining us here on Texas Football Today. And that is going to do it for us. Thank you so much to the Lone Star Conference for helping us uh, make this happen, especially uh, Melanie and Jay Perner and all of the all of the friends who were able to make this happen. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, make sure you watch some Lone Star Conference football this fall because it's oh, going to yeah. be some good, good stuff. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. We will be back at our normal time tomorrow at noon on TexasFootball.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, we have your Player of the Year trophy back at the studio. So meet us there. Come get it. We will see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Texas Football Today.